so take it away my man started off with butterflies every single time i gave you roses and kisses you put me in the line that's nice. but then i turned into a beast i started going wild is and that the I'm candelabra watch you <laughs> yeah the white dresses and butterflies my stomach turning i try to manage my emotion but my heart is burning Let's keep this I stand going slowly to get up so i can leave quick but wait a second i'm the one that you should be with Jesus i Christ. turn around and look at you but then i see you stop <laughs> I look at me and then my heart drops i'm looking deep into your eyes and i just think you know i'm the only one that never Oh my god, you're still with us. Thanks. Um, so, so that's the Beauty and the Beast intro. It's crazy that Beast does that in this episode. It's the first time he raps in the show. Yeah, that was Beast. No, it, 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 you can't even say that Beast. That guy was so aggressive. First of all, yeah. hi, this is X-Boys. I'm Henry. <clears throat> I'm Andrew. Jesus. I'm coming down. I'm coming down with the future virus. I'm Logan. Oh. John Logan. Whoa. <laughs> Logan. John Logan. 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 <laughs> Logan. We're all here. Yeah, we are. Uh, what did we have last episode? Robert? Was that last episode? Yeah, he's gone now. No. I don't know if you realize he left. Oh, shit. Yeah. Senator Kelly issued a pardon for Henry McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a... Uh, We're going to we be wrapping this him? one, Hamilton style. Should we credit that guy? What's his name? I don't even know. I don't know. You pulled it. Castaway. You guys can check out Castaway on YouTube. With a K. He does, he does rap, rap covers of Disney songs. I Hey... Maybe that's true. I have no idea because that's the only thing I listened to because John sent it to us. And I, I was like, Taylor's oldest time. Sold. <laughs> and he gets so angry. Can we talk about that for a second? Beast is at the eye clinic with Dr. Alec Bolson. He it's, said he grabbed fitting. her by the wrist. It's fitting for this episode because Creed yeah. is so fucking angry this whole episode. It is yeah. true. He really wow. embodies a lot of yelling through the voice of Beast. Guys, what a what um a big episode for Creed. Creed heads out there. Creed heads and uh, fellow beast heads. Where are you guys at? Where's my beast? My beast hive. Andrew's the only one raising his hand. Dead silence. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a dark beast boy. <laughs> Hello, fucker. For those of us who have been waiting for Beast to get his due, the moment is here. It is time for Henry McCoy to shine. Yeah, it's a great episode. A great beast episode. And he doesn't really even talk that much, except for like right in the beginning, I guess. He kind of has a big response to uh, the other doctor. Yeah, he's. Uh, we, we open as we do. Another classic X Men show opening on the Eye Clinic. Where yeah, Beast, I love that it's called the Eye Clinic. It's a yeah. massive hospital like building, but it just says Eye Clinic on it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. A lot of good uh, healthcare infrastructure in this uh, X Men world. I like it. Um, anyway, he's there working with a doctor, Alec Bolson. They've been working on some kind of treatment for a really long time. And Alan, he's gas and beast up about it. Did you guys think he was bad? Uh, yeah, immediately. I absolutely did. He gives a weird he look to the nurses and it, yeah. Some, I went down yes. a, a, he, he like, yeah. he like rushes them off and is like, get out of here. Yeah, these yeah. doctors like come in and give him like a look and he sort of returns it. I, it's hard to explain without Nothing ever that. comes of it. He's a great guy. He's beast friend. Yeah. That's it. They've done that before in the show where they kind of do looks or like, I mean, it kind of works thing. as like dramatic tension, you yeah. know? It's like <laughs> yeah, but it's not, yeah, 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 yeah. And you, by the time I get to the ends of these episodes, I, I'm already, I've forgotten. Well, they're sort of showing, you know, not all humans are anti-mutant racists, as we see with Carly and Dr. Alec Bolson. I don't know why I keep saying his full name, but. Uh, you have to. It's Dr. Cool. Bolson. <laughs> yeah. So, well, Alan is like, 
Shall we look in on our patient? Yes, of course. Now listen. Now let's listen to that one more time. Listen. Let's listen to Beast. Shall we look in on our patient? Yes, of course. Now Ooh. he is jazzed up. He can't wait to see the patient. Ooh, he is ready to rock. Uh, oh, one thing I want to point out is when when Let me see those Dr. Eyes. Alec Volson is telling to him, like, hey, you know, you did this. You're an amazing doctor. Beast, classic Beast, immediately deflects. He's like, no, hey, no, no. It was the work of the team, all right? Yes. Yeah. Not yeah. I, not me, us. We did yes, this. of course. But he's on his way to see the real reason he's been doing this. Carly. Yeah, and so he walks in, sees Carly, and he says, You ever been kissed, girl? <laughs> <laughs> he's rocking his lab coat. With nothing on underneath. Well, spandex. He's got his little speedo. He does have his speedo. Come on. He oh, he's speedo. not naked. Come not, on. not in the cut I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see costumes. See Sabretooth. Yeah. Right. True. Yeah. John does not. John's like, he just has that like weird red and yellow part of his waist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sabretooth. His belly button, right? No dick. Do you guys notice that um, Dr. Alec Bolson has a great cock and balls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, my gosh! But yeah, was, before you go thinking that this is some like one-sided, like oh, Beast is obsessed with this woman. No, no, no. She's just as excited oh, for him oh, to be there too. Doctor Bolson, is Doctor McCoy with you? <clears throat> Good day, Carly. Hi, Hank. Oh, Hank! It's Hank. It's not even Doctor McCoy. It's Hank. The music that comes in. Do that again. Is Doctor McCoy with you? <clears throat> Good day, Carly. Hi, Hank. Holy the little horns Holy. that kick in at the end there. So Carly says, or B says, you ever been kissed, girl? And uh, Carly says, <sighs> and that's a wrap. I mean, it's true. She really is into him. Yeah. Dr. Allen is, wait, Allen. Alec. Uh, it's Alec. Oh, it's Alec. I wrote Damn. Alan in the notes. It I does, fucked it, it up. It does sound like Alan because when I first but then I had the subtitles on and it says Alec. I just, yeah, I had Dr. Allen in the brain. No. Eric a, Leewald would be mad at us because... In the book, <gasps> we find out <gasps> the book meaning previously on written by Eric Leewald, yeah. covering the entirety of X-Men, the animated series, which he was the showrunner of. Alec is named after his son, Alec Leewald. Wow. Wow. Beautiful. Good name. So don't fuck his name up, Henry. Some fun trivia. Not again. But this is where we find out that the treatment that they've been working on is actually a cure for blindness. Beast is curing the blind in this episode. No big deal. Like, as a side job. not only, He's like doing all of his X-Men stuff. He's maintaining the Blackbird. He's creating, you know, serums for the X-Men to recover from viruses and stuff. And he's also on the side curing blindness. He's like, what can I do today? And, and... And he like is looking through the yellow pages. He's like, a blind hospital, huh? I guess I could cure blindness. <laughs> no, yeah. just eye clinic. He just goes to the eye clinic. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm going to go to the eye clinic and, and cure blindness today. Cancer's next. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised. If... Yeah, he's got it. What, which came first, though? Did he fall in love and decide to cure oh, blindness? No. Oh, that makes it. Or did he start to cure blindness and fall in love along the like way. Like, he was getting his vision tested at the eye clinic, and he saw Carly there. He was like, shit, I'm like, going to cure blindness. I'm gonna, I'm gonna he's kind of a girl. freak. I don't. He, I could see that happening. <laughs> How is he a freak? He's like, I will woo her with the By the end of this episode, of you're going to love Beast. I, I guarantee Beast. it. He no, slid into her DMs, Dark Beast, like, <laughs> your hair is everywhere. <laughs> dark Screaming <Beast>. infidelity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So Beast reassures Carly that she's going to be able to see after this procedure, all right? You better you better believe that you're going to be able to lay your pretty little eyes on my hairy little body. 
before things can get too hot and heavy, things get real hot and heavy outside as there's a rumble, a crash, there's smoke, alarms. Yeah, they just open the door and, and there's fire in the hallway. Yeah, like all of a sudden the, the eye clinic is being attacked by something. A beast, first instinct, grabs Carly, jumps out the window. He also grabs Alec uh, and jumps out the window with him too, where they yeah. see the Friends of Humanity, F-O-H, those sons of bitches, coming in. There he is, Henry McCoy, President Kelly's favorite mutant, holding a human girl. <laughs> Get his filth away from her. You can't form a sin. All of them. Yeah, Splits up so yeah. many abrupt sentences. That's all. Holding a girl, standing <laughs> over there. Like, is that how he talks all the time? That's how he talks pretty much in this entire show mm-hmm. so far. Reminds me of a uh, children in the street. A day? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you guys want to do Creed impressions? I'll go first. Wait, can we hear him one more time? Yeah, sure. There he is! Henry <laughs> starts McCoy, so good. President Kelly's favorite mutant. <laughs> That's mine. There he is! President Kelly's favorite mutant. That's good. John? There he is! wait let's try this again let's keep doing it no i don't want to for our own sake for our own physical throat strength i have to go to the bathroom so they run up to beast they're like hey you little freak and beast is like listen guys i think there's actually some confusion here evolution uh, like mutation is actually i've got the exact quote it's just evolution yeah by the way i'm saying it is cooler (laughs) <laughs> well, Beast, he, he picks up the guy who's running at him, and he's just like, your anger at the inexorable alienation of late 20th century life is sadly misdirected. I'm sorry, gentlemen. Your anger at the inexorable alienation of late 20th century life is sadly I misdirected. Love that. It, it's me. I pulled that clip because it's it's like Beast's version of a one-liner. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, he could have just been like, hey, incel. Clean no, up he's on just, aisle five. <laughs> he blows Instead, it he's like, no, what you don't understand, you fool. And then he just throws them. But it's like they already died in his strangle grip up in midair because they, he was there being held up there for <laughs> he's just, full two minutes. While he's quoting yeah. an entire <laughs> soliloquy. Crawling um, in my skin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, he chucks them. Beast does a lot of chucking this episode. He throws a lot of guys. It's his signature move. It's what he does. He charges and throws. Yeah, kind of like Rogue with tanks, Beast with dudes. Um, oh, yeah. Beast with racists. So, yeah, the cops descend. It's a classic riot scene. Everyone scatters. And we just cut back to X-Mansion. Dude, Wolverine. Wolverine gets word of this, and he is pissed. He's watching it on the TV. I guess, I guess the news was there. I don't know. These fuckers had the audacity not only to attack a hospital, yeah. but a hospital for the blind. Wolverine smashes the fucking computer screen. He's Wolverine's our moral compass for all things good and evil. And he says, uh-uh, not today. Give me five minutes with these, with these racists. I'll, but then, I'll... yeah, but then Jean comes in. And she's like, hey, hey, whoa, 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 hey, pop, 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 the, thera- the resident therapist of the X-Men. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, and she goes, hey, girlfriend. Come on, <laughs> you got to relax. You got to chill, 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 chill out. We got to deal with this delicately. No, but we have to approach this delicately. Delicately? Wolverine did not like that. No, he doesn't know what that word means. Yeah. <laughs> delicately. Delicate. Right. Just saying delicate throughout the entire because Gene said it to him. Yeah, he's and then he's just like, I like this word. Pretty cool. Delicate. Delicate. This is delicate. (laughs) Delicate. 
Hey, girlfriend. Sorry, I pulled that from the Rogue episode because I love it so much. Oh, hey, good. girlfriend. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> hey, Rogie Rue. And, uh, oh, no. Yeah, look, she's like, hey, we're not, we're not going to help the mutant cause by just getting revenge, and then they'll just think we're just as bad as they are. No, we got to do it delicately. And Wolverine's going, all right, sure. I'm still going to go after him, though. Delicately. Yeah, no, he's like, fuck that. Well, okay, you're right. Yeah, he he infiltrates. Yeah, so I guess that's, he does. Say, he that's says though his version of delicate. Yeah, on his way out, he's like, I, well, yeah, I'm not gonna like get revenge in the way that you think. I'm just gonna like go and murder. I'm them. just gonna mentally destroy Creed. Des- I'm gonna destroy him from the inside this time. You remember way back when when Wolverine and Jean were rebuilding X Mansion, and he said, "I'm pretty good with my hands." I she said, "My mind. I'm good with my mind." Yeah. Look at that shit still happening right now. Absolutely. Wolverine wants to smash Jean. Wants to think it out, talk it out, be smart about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. Unfortunately, she does something next that, Henry, you're just going to hate. No, she, it's great. She, she wonders where yeah. the professor is. Wait, you don't mean. It's Savage no. Land time. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Professor Magneto, they're wading through a swamp. And wait, wait, when's the last time we were fucking here? I really no idea. I, I could don't not remember. tell you a single. Thing about the last time we saw them. Sometimes they're in some episodes, not others. It's that, always one minute long and barely anything happens. Is it when that beefy guy came up to them and he, and he like does the zip line and and blocks him off the pterodactyl? Gambit episode? Was that the last Maybe. time? Maybe. And yeah. Someone he hugs Magneto yeah. from behind. Barbarous grabs him. It was that one. Goro right? forearmed man, he I grabs him. Yeah, and that hugs Rogue's him. Episode? And then Xavier throws a like a spear or something that gets him free. I'm looking back in my. I don't think that was Rogue's episode. I'm pretty. Mutant. Mutant. (laughs) Wasn't that one? (laughs) No, no, because Rogue's all. It was all about her. Yeah, mutant. Because I feel like I feel like Mary would have been like, "What the fuck is this?" Wait, did we put those Twitter polls up? Yeah, we did. Should we check right now, live on Pod? Yeah, let's do it. I have no idea. Holy shit, it's pretty good. All right, so right now, Cable on Twitter. We have it up in two places, Twitter and Instagram. Twitter cable is up 60% to 40%. Oh, wait. We didn't say what this poll is. Sorry. The poll was if you if you living under <laughs> a fucking rock, uh, who's the best who... uh, time traveler, Cable or Bishop? Pretty easy question, I think. Cable. Cable, obviously. John's uh, a Bishop guy. On t- on you Twitter, should refresh that page, Andrew. On Twitter, <gasps> it's 60-40. I hadn't cable, voted yet. Bishop. You didn't vote? Until I did. Now. I did vote. It's still 60-40. Oh, fuck. fuck. I need to refresh. Yeah, it looks like the numbers here, 50,000 for Bishop and 30,000 for Cable. Wow, you guys are really showing out on our polls. Thank you guys That's so much. Opposite. Our fan base is really... <laughs> That's the opposite. Henry. Oh, really? It, yeah. Swap it, whatever. <laughs> the, the important part is that we have a billion listeners every We like week. to engage. Yeah. And if I'm you want engaged. to be part of that engagement, you're more than welcome. Follow us on Twitter at XBoysPod. Follow us on Instagram at XBoysPod. Email X-Boys us. Pod anywhere you X-Boys-Pod want. at gmail.com. Yeah. We're not on Tumblr yet. We're not on Zanga. Not yet, but we're working on it. We're in deep negotiations with the Zanga people. Yeah, we're trying to buy Zanga and make it a kind of an X-Anga, like X-Men. Yeah. We're figuring it out. Um, So back in the Savage Land. Now, (laughs) I actually love this Savage Land. Let's just... Wait, what? Yeah, come on. Let's think about this. So Professor X, he's wading through the water with Magneto, all right? They're having a nice little... Uh, swim. Pink swamp water. Well, he's talking, he's Pink marveling at the, he's like, I didn't Yucky. think I'd be using my legs for this. Yeah, like, okay, we get it, dude. And then everybody's favorite mutant, 
Andrew Amphibious. Amphibious Love shows him. up. Well, first they get caught in a net. Uh, they're walking through the swamp, and a net yep. snares up around them. They're hanging in the air, and a little raft comes up with Amphibious, the frog man. Yeah. The, and mu- the mutate, the savage land mutate He's himself. a frog. He has kind of like a techno voice, weirdly. Like the effect on his voice is mm, a yeah. little computery, which I actually cool. really liked. Uh, he's a big frog, and he hisses. <laughs> And uh, he says Magneto speaks and the savage land trembles, but not really because they serve a new master now. Yeah. wonder who that could be. Your old news, old man. Are we done with the savage land yet? <laughs> no. He uh, hits him with a. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we could be in literally can be in a two second. seconds. Yeah, yeah. He hits him with this device. They get knocked out. <laughs> and he says, never again will we be our creator's slaves. Our new leader has given us great power. Another so. hint at this new leader that they've been speaking so much about. Xavier Magneto get tied up. They're swimming down. All of a sudden, two giant... More dinosaur attacks. I like this part of the Savage Land stuff. Give me dinosaur attacks. Just make Is the whole thing dinosaurs. They're like I don't two, know. there were two like brontosaurus water uh, creatures water. that pop up in Loch the river. It was a Loch Ness mutate. Yeah, and uh, they it gives uh, Xavier and Magneto a chance to dip. They roll off the raft in the chaos. Dude, they swim with no hands. Swim with no hands to their shore. Hands are tied behind their back, and then they they get the, they break their bonds, and uh, as they are sort of. Catching their breath. Whew, thank God we're back in New York. Back in the city. Wolverine in disguise mode. I love this outfit for him. He's wearing it's a custom awesome. A's cap. Yeah. Clearly like new era. One of the like rare drops that they got. He was online at like, you know, midnight, like waiting for the drop so that he could I get his it perfect size. I thought it's as. As? <laughs> You're not going to take this opportunity to say that Wolverine's an Astros fan? I know. The thing is... Take it. Astros have the H, man. They have the H on their hat. And I'm I'm a true fan. I'm not going to pretend like he's wearing some knockoff Astros hat. I'd rather him be wearing a custom A's hat. What's your problem? Plus, Wolverine feels like more like an Oakland guy than a Houston guy anyway. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Wolverine's walking through this alleyway, and he's just muttering to himself. He's so furious. Delicate. Right. Right. (laughs) Cracks his knuckles. He's ready to cause a little ruckus. He, he reminds me of Al Pacino in Cruising, like his outfit. Like he's got the tight oh. black shirt, the tight jeans, you know. He's got the hat and the sunglasses. Yes. Um, and he has an imaginary man, uh, naked man in a cowboy hat come out and start slapping him around. Yeah, he starts beating himself up. I didn't realize that's what he was doing at first, but... Yeah, it's a, a little deep con- cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little confusing. And by the way, if you haven't seen Cruising, folks, go check it out. Billy Friedkin, Al Pacino, great film. I honestly don't love it. Um, but it is really interesting. It is one of the most homoerotic and also homophobic films probably ever made. It's not even that sexual. It's like it's like not even that erotic. And but I think it's like it's kind a, of scared for of it. the era. It's like yeah. really oh, okay. trying to embrace it in a way that no other film of that time. Did. All right, bring it back to X Men, guys. I'm a big time cruising apologist. Uh, you know who also That's goes fine. cruising? Yeah, it's good. Is uh, Beast later? Beast? No, he's more like speeding. Later on, when he, when he gets that call. Oh, yeah, the Beastmobile later. Beast is uh, driving uh, uh, Carly's dad. To Hello, Cyclops. We'll get calls there. Calls him the car phone. A little sneak peek. So he's so he's like, he's got Gene's words. Uh, Wolverine's got Gene's words, like, f- just rolling around in his head. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to do this my own way. He starts faking a fight. He's, like, punching the wall. I think probably to scuff up He jumps up onto his... the fire escape and punches his the, the rails. 
Yeah, he's just trying to... Slams himself into the wall repeatedly. Wait, I thought he was trying to break in at that point. No, no. he's causing a commotion. He's trying to cause... Yeah. He's, so they hear that there's a scuffle. <laughs> an and then they walk... <laughs> I was like, Wolverine's fucking going about this really weird way. Like, he's jumping on the second floor and punching windows. Because <laughs> no, no. when they come out, the two FOH members... Uh, like, what the heck? He's, like, laying on the ground like... Ugh, I know that part. Me. I thought... He resorted to that once his first option oh. of punching windows did not get him inside. Yeah, so he's pretending to be all hurt, and they start to carry him inside, and he does a weird little smile and then says, Oh, boy! Back at the eye hospital. God damn it. Beast is back. He's in his fedora trench coat combo. Um, he, he's... And he dr- drops a great quote. Yeah, but this look. I, okay. I don't know. It's a little sketch. I mean, what else uh, are you gonna wear as a big blue furball? That's Dark Beast. Oh, flashing everyone! Welcome, Dark Beast flashes everyone. Yeah, the fedora. Yeah, and lab the coat. coat. He just it, looks like a flasher. It's, it's yeah. Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. So oh, okay. He's in the lab coat. He's Beast. I love how John and I have no coat. idea who Dark Beast is, so we're just making up this <laughs> he's thing. Dark that he's Beast, Doctor Jekyll, and Mister Hyde, yeah, <laughs> where no. Dark Beast just comes out when he's like super horny or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, question. So. John, in the in your notes, I saw that you think you you were like they've definitely uh, exchanged hand jobs and stuff. Carly and Beast, Dark Beast and regular Beast. No, 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 Carly. That's interesting. <laughs> no, let's get off Dark Beast for a sec. <laughs> Quick, just a just a just a little Beast note in general. So he's a hairy guy. I'm sorry to bring this up. I'll be. I'll try not to be too crass. Is Beast some um, fat hog hairy? Is it like a dog's? I think it's a dog situation. Oh, God, dude. I didn't even think about that. That's so gross. Personally, I can only comment on Dr. Alec Bolson's cock and balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I think it's like... Dr. Balls, I think son. it's closer to like a gorilla. Oh, Jesus. Where it's like normal. It's like... I've it's actually like never a, seen a gorilla It's closer to dog. a human penis. You've oh. never seen a gorilla. Dog. I actually don't think so. I think, I'll check that out. I think gorillas hang dong. I'm not sure. Sh- Jamie, can that we pull that up? It, we should... <laughs> Jamie, pull that up on the big screen. I'm Joe Rogan, though. I when I go to the zoo, I'm exclusively looking for gorilla dick. <laughs> <laughs> I turn into Joe. You guys haven't fucking seen a gorilla dick before. You never been living. Let's bring that up. Oh, they're no, they're gorilla dicks are very <laughs> similar. Worst bring that up on the big screen. <laughs> they are very similar to. Uh, Andrew actually has pictures of them up right now on his computer. Yeah, no, it's like a thing that comes FBI out. FBI is coming for you. Um. Okay. Well, I just wanted to think about that because. Maybe that's part of the reason he can't end up with Carly because he's like, listen, this is not going to work out for you and me sexually. Okay. Uh, His finger's about the size of my schlong. (laughs) (laughs) His pinky, maybe. (laughs) Beast enters quoting... Uh, quoting something. Andrew, do you have that quote? We spend our midday sweat, our midnight oil. We tire the night in thought, the day in toil. What? <laughs> I have no idea what that means. I knew Andrew would have that quote. He's a he's the beast quote guy. Do you know who said it? I actually did not look this one up. <gasps> John? You probably wouldn't even find it. So what we've uncovered recently in the back of the... I'm a slow reader, first yeah. of all. <laughs> yeah, John's been reading previously on for a while. Uh, in the back, there are a list of all the Beast quotes, where they come from, and maybe a little inspiration for why they're in the show. John, you want to check, check, check this one out? <clears throat> Early in the story, Beast is establishing as a sideline to his life as an X-Man, an X-Man. He co-runs a small medical clinic with a friend, Dr. Alec Bolson. Oh, he co-runs it? Mm-hmm. I thought he was just like volunteering. Oh, or wow. The real-life name of our younger son. Shout out. Hmm. The quote is from thoroughly obscure Francis Quarles, 
1592 to 1644. Oh, yeah, I love him. So elsewhere in the book, it says he, like, gave them points for the more obscure quotes that they could find the writers. Like, they mm. oh. they tried to pull really, really... Oh, that's really... fun. <laughs> Beast, Beast coming back in again immediately asks how Carly's doing. She's fine. Alec says, though... That Still the, blind. The hospital... Well, that's not... <laughs> no. Alex says that the hospital board is worried about the patients after yesterday, and uh, Beast is like, whoa, 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 what do you mean? You know, he's like, well, you know, the racists attacking the building, we can't afford that anymore, and Beast is like, we can't cater into these bigots, like, but there's a, there's a bigger problem, um, and that's, we find out, is that Carly's dad is actually one of those racists. Not again. Because he comes busting in, and he's like, yo, filthy mutant, stay away from my daughter. Yeah, listen, Beast doesn't want to cause a commotion, he's in a hospital, he's in a clinic, you know, like... He knows he's very self-aware. He doesn't want to cause any kind of commotion, and he's going to handle this delicate. So he says, <laughs> I'll leave. I'm sorry, Hank. I know Alec. Canadian. I just want to say goodbye. Okay. That's why. also why I pull it, because he says, I'm sorry, Hank. I'll leave. I'm sorry, Hank. Hilarious. Canadians. So funny. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, Beast goes to Carly's room and says goodbye. Okay. She's listening to her music. By the way, great music. Very like, it's like a cool 90s kind of R&B pop jams. She's really rocking it's funny out. that she has her sight back and the first thing she does is listen to music. She doesn't have her sight back. She does not have her sight back yet. Oh, you're right. I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all messed up today. It's okay. But she recognizes Beast by the smell of his aftershave. And he's just slathering that shit on all over himself. <laughs> <laughs> and she reveals that she knows that he was a mutant this whole fucking time. I know. Carly, I'm all lubed up for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and she doesn't care that he's a mutant. She's like, yeah, dude, you're like covered in blue fur. Like I've shake, I shook your hand. I can we feel the claws the on the your like. <laughs> Also, yeah. you reek, dog. Like <laughs> I thought you were a dog. But look, she doesn't care. She knows what's <laughs> happening in the world. She's comfortable with his gorilla dick. And he yeah. tells her that, he look, he can't be there for the operation. And he's needed on another case. Lying to her, which I didn't like, but it's okay. Yeah, this this really sucks. Because, and she, well, actually, huh, why don't we just play a clip? I will visit you as soon as possible. I'll be thinking of you every moment tomorrow. Oh, but it was you I wanted to see. Oh, jeez. That that really hit me. You heard the smooch, right? Oh, yeah. Let's hear it one more time. I will visit you as soon as possible. I'll be thinking of you every moment tomorrow. <laughs> he kisses the back of her head, and she's like, I don't even know where you are right now. Stop. Yeah. Ow. He was the first thing she wanted to see when she got her sight back. It's, it's really be- nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. And you, that's the first time it's confirmed that she actually also has feelings for him, too. I love later when Wolverine's like, Beast got a girl? <laughs> like, what the fuck? All right. Cool. He's just jealous that he can't yeah. get his girl. Um, but she's not as pretty as Jean. <laughs> so Beast goes home to X-Mansion. Uh, he's looking through some family photos, some fond memories. We see him as a little boy swinging on a swing set. Black and white photo. A black and white... <laughs> Yeah. He's old. Andrew, is is there something we should know? Like, is he from the... Okay, wait, in the 90s. In the 90s. We're doing the math here? Yeah, if he was... Is Beast really old? When were black and white well, photos the, the X-Men popular? follow, you know, a sliding timescale, as you know. Most comics do have, like, 20 years-ish is sort of the continuity. So the 70s? Um, 
So, like, I mean, look, in the book, obviously the 20. book was created in the 60s, which means Beast was raised in, like, the 40s, 50s. So, you know. I think Beast is in his 40s. I think also there's still a lot of black and white photography. That, if he's, know. let's say Beast is 40 right now. You're saying in this Beast's episode. parents threw a filter on his fucking... Yeah. No, no, no. No, I'm Beast is 40, 40 so, in so the, if, he was raised in the 60s, 50s, 60s. Which that makes sense. A black and white photo would make sense for that time. The, and the pictures kind of look like that, too. Also, how old's Carly? If he's 40, how old is Carly? I'm trying to figure out. She's at least 14. <laughs> I mean, at least. Uh, oh, man. I'd put her in her 30s. Well, okay, I believe it. Yeah. Um, I'd put her there. First of all, I just want to say, we see Beast as a young, young, and he is a boy. He's a human little boy. It's very weird to see. Mm-hmm. No blue fur. Then he gets a little older, and he's like... Playing baseball. And he's blue, though. Yeah. He looks weird as hell. Puberty man. I, mean, I don't dude, like what him. What the fuck? No, I don't like him. Whoa! You would bully him. Probably. See, so you're you're it's a bigot. Light, lightly. You're an I, anti-mutant bigot. No, I just I just you're think he's sounding he, like one. I, you know, no, he just looks cooler when he's older because he get his hair. He gets his his hair under control and his like he gets a cool hairstyle. It's almost actually kind of like Wolverine. You're not Did following. you have a good haircut when you were 13 or 14? Yeah. You guys have a really positive look at uh, this. These images tell me a tragic story. Hmm. Go, go on. Sad. Where are his parents in these photos? Go off. No, well, his dad, I think, was standing next to him in the baseball one. Okay. Where's his brothers and sisters who he references later? <laughs> killed him. I, mean, I don't think that. But Did he, when he first turned into beast, killed his brother and sister. Oh no. Uh, mm. Oh no. And then when he first became beast, he got bullied like crazy, right? That's why he was skinny baseball. Not again. Baseball beast. <laughs> no. Then he gets fucking jacked. That's mm. medium beast. Mm-hmm. And after that, he gets smort. That's, and then and then he goes dark. And beast. then he gets dark. <laughs> uh huh. Then he finds a uh, fucking hey girlfriend. Cure. <laughs> he just goes up to every woman in the street at night. Hey girlfriend. Did <laughs> she all see? Grabs him by the wrist like our guy. All uh, right, all cast, right. Cast away. <laughs> let's let's uh, let's move on from accusing Dark Beast of anything. I'm that feeling he like done. a freak on a leash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you guys see what he saw? What said on his shirt? On his baseball shirt. Beast. Shazbot. What is that? Capital, what is that? all capital letters with a giant exclamation. I'm point. sure it's a reference. We're not, we're not getting it. I looked it up. Googling. The first thing I found was very uh, what disheartening, the fuck? but it's from, I guess it's from Mork and Mindy. Oh, it's from Mork and Mindy. It's something that Mork says. Uh, Shazbot is an Orkin expression of surprise, excitement, dismay, or bewilderment, which Mork frequently used. He said it instead of shit to get around like the censors. Oh, so like a, go, it was the original Bazinga. It was the original Bazinga. Ooh, Shazbot. Is that what Bazinga is? Well, I think it's whenever he, he comes. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dark Beast. Shazbot. <laughs> oh, we're definitely ranking this episode out of Shazbot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's already done. Um, but also, there's another term for it that no, is much no, more disgusting. No, you can look I'm it up on it your right own now. if you want. No, folks. I'm going to tell you right now. Mm. It's a form of liquid feces that is mostly compromised of semen. <laughs> oh. So yeah, Beast, Beast flips through another photo. We see him actually at an Eagles game. At a football game with his with his dad, uh, he's an Eagles fan, I guess. <laughs> Fun what? shit. I hit the wrong button, but I thought that was cool. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, he tosses his memory, his little book of memories, away as Gene brings down a tray of cafeteria lunch food for him. Thank you. Which Beast turns down. <laughs> I'm here to give more unwanted advice to you. But he where's yeah. the professor? He turns her down. He's like, I don't need your food. And he looks at himself in the mirror and he screams in anger. <laughs> Throwing his book at the mirror, crashing it. He breaks down crying. He's sobbing. He is a broken man. 
He's turning uh, dark. And Beast once again clicks into therapist mode, and she's like, I gotta fucking fix all the men around this stupid blue. Yeah. So she's Gambit. She helped him. He's, she's Wolverine, used to Cyclops breaking down Cyclops. Crying. Gene, I'm one step closer to the edge, and I'm about to break. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, uh, uh. Now she's got, Now she's got to fix Beast. And he's, yeah, he's just lamenting. He's just like, why can't I be normal? This isn't fair. Like, we never really see Beast, like, ever... This is the first time we've ever seen him being upset about the fact that he's a mutant. That because he is his own presence endangers the woman he loves. He also doesn't really break down very much at all. He's kind of just like he's like this sobbing. is the way the world works. Yeah, no, I don't. Oh I know. yeah, but he's sad about it. Yeah, and normal. Yeah. It, normal beast is just kind of like you know all everything that happens is par for the course. Like yeah, he's, when he's we met him, he's already accepted his yeah. his lot in life and even gone to jail and been like, okay, I'm cool with this. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's because he's in love. He loves this woman and he knows that she probably maybe loves him back yeah and gene's like dang i guess i never thought about having a whole body full of fur like that <laughs> and uh and she's like i didn't know that she meant so much to you how, how how do you how do you think she feels feel about you i think she cares for me that's wonderful no oh. i won't allow her to be with me oh. it's too dangerous maybe you should let her decide what to risk yes gene yes Talk to her hank Give her that chance. Give her some agency. Okay. Yeah. It's a good message. It's time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Gene's words got through the beasts, and he decides, you know what? I'm going to be there for Carly. Yeah. So she gets her bandages off, and the first thing she sees is big blue boy beast. She screams. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> she just does, like, the rogue scream. She's just like, ah! The banshee cry? Yeah. She just hates the blue. Like she's like, I was fine with the hair. I love that Doctor Alec also like he's like, hey, the man who designed this deserves to be here. Like again, once again, just going out of his way to be yeah. on Beast's side. He's great. Still think he's evil. At this yeah, point. right. <laughs> yeah, I, I still was gonna. There's gonna be some kind of twist a here. A turn. But yeah, it's a beautiful moment between Beast and Carly as she looks at him. She sees his beautiful blue fur. You're beautiful. So are you. What about me? <laughs> You're all right. But why don't you have soft fur like Hanks? I have a better razor. <laughs> <laughs> Alec is joshing He's and joking with him. Holy quipping. shit. Goofing around with so, the guys. I love it. Is she a furry? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's she's it. absolutely a furry. Oh, I didn't think about this. This sucks. But where's your beautiful blue fur? It's all jokes. Oh, man. <laughs> it's all jokes and happiness and love until... Once again, Carly's dad comes busting in that door. Oh, God. And what does he say? Hey, get out of here, freak. He calls him an animal. He literally calls Beast an animal. And like a mistake of nature and all that stuff. Kind of true. All the the classic FOH talking points that humans are a mistake of nature and they don't deserve to be alive. Yeah, and Dr. Alec Bolson is like, or Alan Bolson, or Alec Bolson, (laughs) and Alec Bolson is like, McCoy is the reason your daughter can see, you idiot. But he doesn't give a fuck. And again, Beast... Freaking turns the other cheek, puts on his fedora, and is like, hey, today should be a day of joy. Should be all about celebrating that Carly can see. I'm out. Yeah, I'm a mature adult, idiot. Uh, And then Alec sort of follows him out, and Beast is like, look, I'll never be able to get through to people like Carly's dad, but uh, here's a present. Give this to Carly. Say it's from me. Um, And Alec goes back in the room. What's the present? Do we We know? We don't know yet. Do you say that anytime you see a present? (laughs) What is this? Hey, what's in that box? Is there something in this? I open it? <laughs> Holy for, shit. For me? What the heck? I don't know. <laughs> and as Alec, yeah, he, he he enters the room and he immediately calls Hank back, screaming. 
Get back here, Hank. There's there's blood for humanity written on the wall in blood. Yeah, for humanity in blood, like Hellraiser style, if you're familiar with the... It's the, probably ink or paint, but I think it's blood. No, I think it's blood. Um, Who did they kill? In the in the approximately 10 seconds that, that Hank went into the hallway and walked down it, uh, some friends of humanity busted in and kidnapped Carly. Was there blood in the present? Did she open the present and then there's blood in it? <laughs> what is in the present? Do we ever find out? Oh I don't think so. Tootie It's fruity. a really big moment. Oh my god. Yeah, wait, wait. Do we not know? Or do we know? I don't know. Do, the three of us do not know what was in that present. We'll never know. Because they give it its, its own scene. I guess we'll never know. Anyway. Um, yeah, and we cut to later. Uh, Beast splashes Carly's racist dad in the face with water. Uh, he's a beast mode nope, from this point on. That was a jar on. of piss. Go on. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. the bedpan. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's in beast mode from this point on in the episode. Um, he's screaming at Carly's dad. It was ignorant, intolerant, mutant-hating fools like you who took your daughter. If anything happens to her, I'll... And he, like, stops himself. He's just yeah. going to go find her. Yeah. No, he, he's pissed. He takes off. Now, Andrew, is this where Dark Beast starts to come? I love it. We really have. Do you know what Dark Beast is, John? I think I'm the foremost authority on Dark Beast. You actually do? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Henry and I do, because Henry, you started reading some comics that he I was in, did, right? but I don't know how he like arrived. But oh. in the comics I read, out, completely out of context, uh, audience, so you can enjoy this with me, There's Beast is just like standing at a table, like doing chemistry shit. After one of the X-Men had just previously died in like a horrific way and and Beast is there. I'm like, oh, cool, Beast. And then he like, it was like Cyclops or someone walks in and Beast is like, lost another one, huh? <laughs> like, you fucking idiot. And, it, and Cyclops is like, can you get out of my face? Like, he's just an asshole. That's Dark Beast? Yes, that's yeah. Dark Beast. Why does he like... Oh, I love that. I don't really want to tell you uh, just in is case. Is he going to be in the show? Oh, there's no chance. He might... I don't... <sighs> Like, he is just a horrible person. Just, and so I'm like, why is he even it ha- here? It has to do with the Age of Apocalypse. I don't know. I don't oh. know if this show is going to do that. It might. So he's we one might of the see... horsemen. Asshole. He's a, ver- <laughs> he's a different version of Beast, basically, from yeah. a different dimension or a different uh, timeline. Okay. Sure. That then gets brought into the main MCU because he's so. he's. I mean, he does shit like that. He's great. Or not the main MCU. Oh, God, what have I said? I'm pretty sure he just sits around listening to 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah. Carly (laughs) denies him in one of the universes, and he loses his shit. So as Beast takes off, we go back to the Friends of Humanity headquarters, where we finally get to check back in with Wolverine. Yeah. uh, Who's sitting across from Creed himself. They're both on a little stage, just sitting next to each other. No one else is in this giant sort of auditorium that's, I guess, at the Veterans Center. Yeah, Creed's like, what's your name? Logan. John Logan. Cool. Mm, all right, all right. And and by the way, guys, this is the famous stage where Jubilee was brought out to be executed. And Wolverine previously. Are y'all saved cool her. with Logan going undercover and giving his fucking name? That's not his name. John Logan, dude. Logan's his first name. Oh, he's just Lo- being cute. Yes, he's undercover. For who? I love. It's by all, the way, it's, all, it's the Wolverine no, no, no. show. Let's act. This is funny that he's like, huh, they'll never guess who I am, and uses one of his yes. real names. <laughs> It's so stupid. It'd be like if you're like, the name's Henry. Yeah. John Henry. Van Roden Henry. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. The Wolverine part of this episode is my biggest issue. Whoa. What does this have to do with anything, and what does this storyline accomplish well, the, by the end? The Sabretooth reveal. I'll, I'll ask you Are that. you kidding me, dog? Sabretooth reveal. Sabretooth. That's a big moment. Also, dismantling yeah. the Friends of Humanity, who have been a major thorn in their side this entire season so far. 
Uh, yeah. They've been like the primary antagonists, other than yeah. Sinister. No, 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 that's what Beast does it on his own, basically. Wolverine does it. He's the one who calls yeah. in. Wolverine. We'll get there. We'll get there. He dismantles. Okay. Them, he dismantles them from within. All right. So anyway, I mean, someone else will step rise. One, step one in the plan: get in the good graces of of the man himself, Creed. Oh, he is he is schmoozing. Away. He is. You can tell he like loves being an undercover fake racist against mutants. Like yeah. he's just like, oh yeah, they're like gross and smelly. <laughs> he's also already starting to show his hand. But let's just uh, play this clip. We are the friends of humanity. We believe that mutants have their place. It's just not here with us. If you know what I mean. Oh. Extermination. Like the rats they are. Well, you'll never hear me say that in public. Okay. Okay, sounds like a few senators I know. He just met this man. Mm-hmm. Interviewing him to be one of his FOH members, and he's just immediately like, "Do all, all they need to sh- do all is cards show. on the table." Yeah. I think he's he can sense how strong Wolverine is. He sees how jacked that dude is. He's yeah. like, "I need a short king on my side." Is he wearing Cyclops's casual sunglasses? Oh, oh they are ruby red. I just, just thought about let's that. Let's just say that. Yeah, I really hope so. No, he is. That'd he be definitely cool. is. He, you, oh, dude, on his way out, he's like, you know what, and just snags him off the table. Hope he doesn't need these, After, idiot. He's been in Cyclops and Jean's room, Cyclops smelling her like, underwear. Tell Cyclops I made him an aviator. <laughs> <laughs> Cyclops is just walking around bumping into shit, like, oh. <laughs> Damn it, Wolverine, where's my glasses? Yeah. I'm infiltrating, bitch. Uh, Creed, yeah, basically. And this is where Wolverine starts this. to starts to peel back the layers and really get under his skin. Mm. So he says, "You remind me of someone, a, a guy I knew about twenty years ago by the name of Creed. Could have been your old man working coal mines in Kentucky." And Creed is kind of like, "Uh, <laughs> that's that's good because uh, my He's... family was actually in Canada at that time." And mm, like, couldn't have been me. Couldn't have been me. It's uh, this is the seed of something very, very interesting that none of us thought was going to be addressed in this show, which is guess what? Spoilers! Drum roll, please. Raiden Creed's true parentage. Well, we can saber tooth. Yeah. What the fuck? I I hinted at this earlier in the season. So Andrew's been hinting at this a little bit throughout, but now we, I, I this was a. This is a wacky, wacky, wacky thing. I mean, if you if you knew anything Creed and Creed, you're like, well, there's another villain whose last name is Creed. It wasn't technically revealed in the show yet, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I, it, it wasn't. I just it, they haven't even like hinted at this in the show. Yeah, a lot of Canadians butting into American business in this show. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I think the biggest issue for me that like did not send me off on this little trail is that I just can't imagine Sabretooth. <laughs> Like having offspring, and let alone just like a regular human guy. Well, in the comics, Creed. you know who his mom is. Oh, should we reveal? Yes. Okay, I'll guess. Is someone I've know? Yeah. Is it guessable? Guessable, absolutely. Are they, have they been in the show? Absolutely. Mystique. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna go with Mystique. Yes. Also, yes. <laughs> You're both correct. I guess that because there's no other like evil female. She's villain everyone's mom in the fucking. She's Nightcrawler's mom. She's. Although some of that was kind of retconned a bit, but um, mommy Jean Grey. She was mom. Rogue's adoptive mom. Rogue. She's mom. kind of the mom of the X Men. People go, oh, why? Why they focus so much on Mystique? She in gets the around later movies. It's like she's a, she is a big character in the comics. Yeah, she plays both sides. She's constantly around. Anyway, let's not get into that. She has um, lots of sex. But yeah, so but Wolverine's not letting him on to the fact that he knows fully yet 
but he catches him in his lie because he's like, oh, you were in Canada during that time? Huh, guess what? So was I. Yeah. Cut to Beast Mobile. Beast is cruising with Carly's dad, driving like a madman, and he calls the X-Mansion. Hello, Cyclops. This is Beast. We're here, Beast. What's up? The friends of humanity kidnapped Carly. I need assistance. Gene and Jubilee are here with me. We're ready to help. Jubilee, where was the FOH headquarters Morph sent you to? Yeah. It's the abandoned veterans building. Mm. <laughs> Meet me there. Let's go. Oh, I loved that. The energy, yeah. the drive, and the, the rest of the episode kind of has that. Like, there's a sense of momentum once Beast goes It's like the motorcycle part of an NES game. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, it's a 100% video game soundtrack right there. I loved that. It reminded me of the X-Men video game itself, the fighting games, the Capcom, X-Men versus Capcom. Did you notice how Beast found out where FOH headquarters was? It's from another fucking thing in yep. another episode when Jubilee was yeah. captured there and she knew it and he mm-hmm. knew that. Yeah. And it ties back and I love when everything oh, ties back. That's some good writing right if there. If X-Men does one thing, it's tie it back, baby. But I ask you yet again. What's up? Beast just got the information that Wolverine seems to be so proud of getting right now. Yeah. Wolverine's going the extra mile, not telling any of his teammates what the fuck he's doing. And taking longer to do it. Beast just did this shit in five seconds and figured it out. Yeah, but he's because well, he's smarter. Yeah, but but Wolverine's actually on the inside. That's the thing. Wolverine. If Wolverine wasn't in there, Beast wouldn't have been as successful, and he w- and he wouldn't have made it out is alive. Is that true? Beast is not being. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Well, we'll, we'll, I think we're gonna win you over by the end of this. Yeah, I think you're right. And that's the beautiful irony of the episode that makes it work so well is that you you see them acting opposite of their uh, of their instincts. Hey, wait a second. Where's Gambit? Oh, no. Uh, moving on. Uh, yeah, so the no, uh, uh, Wolverine call. Okay, should we talk about it? Yeah, there's no gamut in this episode. Surprise, motherfucker. He was in the opening previously on. Was he? Oh, he was? He threw one card. It was unnecessary, but goddammit, he oh, saved this episode. Oh, my God. That one that card throw once again saves Gambit from Holy tanking shit. an episode ranking. That was really scary because this is a good episode. Yeah. And we could have been fucked. I, I, I'm giving this one a zero. You know, there's <laughs> another there's another version of this. Like, if this could have been a two-parter or something, where, like, Gambit and Wolverine go undercover together. Whoa, whoa. Oh, now now yeah, we're talking. No, I mean, okay. you, you increase the budget by a ton, but, I mean. Oh, man. I'd, I'd love to see that. Yeah, absolutely. Gumbo. What's their team name? Gumbo and the Bandit. Gumbo, Gumbo and Claws. Oh, that's like perfect. That. Yeah, but, like, where Gambit's, like, the human, or, the, or he's the mutant and Wolverine's the human. Mm-hmm. They're like, look at this freak. Look at his eyes. You know, I got one. Gator and, then, and the baiter. Hey, there you go. Because he jerks off. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> but before so. the X-Men run out, uh, they get another call in the income. What's up? And it's Wolverine. What's up? <laughs> and he says. I got a new Psychos drop. I'm excited. Um, and they sort of tell him that the Friends of Humanity have kidnapped Carly. Wolverine's surprised that Beast even has a girl. and kind of ribs him over the mic a little bit. He's got a girl. Um, but he's like, I need the portable Cerebro projector and a file disc on an old buddy of mine. Yep. He's putting it all together, this saber-tooth the shit. portable Cerebro projector. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, dude, they got all the tech. Another thing that Beast probably built. You think? I mean, think about the the danger room itself is just... Insane. I wonder yeah. what girl he did to impress, you know, which girl he was trying to impress by building that. Yeah. <laughs> Anything Beast does, it's to impress a girl. <laughs> Probably <laughs> s- Mrs. Steven Jobs. <laughs> so we're in the Friends of Humanity headquarters. Creed is in a basement or a side room. 
uh, with Carly, and she's tied to a chair. He's making her feel bad for getting treatment from Beast and also for liking him. It's like, what, she's just not supposed to, like, take him up on a cure for blindness just because yeah. he's a mutant? Like, come on, man. Creed's delusional. But thankfully, we're in Metal Beast solid mode. He jumps through a window. <laughs> it's dark. He's shouldn't hiding. It be a, shouldn't it be Metal, Metal Gear Beast? No way. Nah, Metal Beast solid. <laughs> <laughs> I like that more. Um, he's, 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 he goes old boy mode. There's a hall brawl. It's, it's like the oh, dark yeah. shadows and he's just like tackling, running through dudes, just beating the shit out of them, tossing them into each other. It's a hall brawl Hi-ya. and it rocks. <laughs> I love it. Um, while this is happening, the intercom goes off telling the rest of the friends of humanity in the, bu- the building that there's an intruder. It's go, it's like raid status. Like they're yeah. all just like running up to go get beast. Wolverine, What's Wolverine doing? Well, he hears this. Isn't that nice? Looks like my new friends will get to meet some of my old friends. Wolverine is insane. This he's really Can he just, just let Beast have his own fucking episode? <laughs> he's Fun really out. just nuts. He's so like jazzed up by all of this mayhem and like shit that he's causing. He loves being undercover. He loves being undercover and he loves just just fucking shit up. Yeah, and fucking with people. Like he just is like, well, I'm like well, straight well. to this guy's. He's like face. rubbing his hands together. <laughs> yeah, he's like tickled, right? <laughs> well, that's what their leader taught them to do: fuck with people's heads. Yeah. He doesn't even know about Carly. <laughs> Xavier. Yeah. yeah. The best way you can win over hearts and minds is by manipulating them into liking you. Mutant. Mutant. <laughs> yeah, uh, Wolverine has no idea that Carly's here. By the way, he has no idea who that is. No, no, the X Men. No, they tell told him. him. They tell him. Yeah. Fuck. Um, and that's when he makes oh, right. the crack about oh, right. yeah, Beast mind. having a girl. Anyway, he takes his claws and he jams them through the door, cuts around <laughs> the door handle. He doesn't like kick down the door. Anymore. No, he claws so around funny. it. Like it's so much harder to do that yeah. than to just like do anything else. Then for him, he uses adamantium jacked body to just ba- bash the door. Even in. his claws, just like swipe the doorknob off. But By he's the just way, like, before this, he's smirking and saying funny things, like quips and stuff. While he doesn't know this girl's being tortured in the fucking next room, he's just like, hey, I'm yeah. just going in this door. He is set on just being a little sneak. Yeah, but if, thankfully he opens up the door and Creed and Carly are on the other side. And hey, what the heck? Yeah, we've, we've got a quick little, hey, you know, let her go. And Creed's all, you know, oh, how dare you? You think you have the right to freak? And Wolverine pops his claws. He's like, oh, that's interesting. I got plenty of rights, bub. Yeah. Like, these claws give me them. And then, yeah, he's blowing he's blowing Creed's mind right now because he was like, I thought this guy was number one racist recruit. And like, now he's a freaking mutant. I loved you. Um, so he pulls a gun. Wolverine pops both of his claws. And he goes, what's wrong, Creed? What's the matter, Creed? Daddy's boy doesn't like claws. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. oh, I don't have a familiar look to you. Oh, my God. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, he's loving this. Wolverine's got his fucking number. <laughs> like, he's just like, I've got you figured out. You it is really, it's such a massive um, discovery. And Wolverine just like just keeps it from his team. Doesn't yep. tell anyone. I know. Plays nope. coy okay. about it. Yes, but also like. When he actually does start to figure it out on the stage when they're talking, he's just like, (laughs) (laughs) "You're fucked, my dude." (laughs) Like he's so happy, right? Because it also messes with Sabretooth too. Like you know, in the back of his mind, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get my old buddy for this." (laughs) Getting his piece of shit racist son. His he really is such a little dweeb, Creed. He sucks. Oh yeah, baby. This Creed, makes yeah. him look so much weaker as a person. Oh yeah, that he's just like so unstable and like. I love it. 
Yeah. He's well, that's just a and mess. I, I love that. That's like the message of the show. It's like, oh, look, yeah. anyone who's like racist or prejudiced against other people, it's because they have deep personal insecurities of their own that they haven't worked through or figured out. And and like, what is the reason? Well, actually, you know what? I'd probably be pretty fucked up if my dad was Sabretooth. Sabretooth <laughs> was definitely not a good dad. Yeah. And he's a mutant and you're a human. And oh if God. you're a human boy, Sabretooth is like, your hey, dad. Hey, little human bitch. He's like, Dad, put some pants on. When are your claws growing in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, uh. your, your claws haven't grown in yet, you little baby bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's his dad. Yeah. I've got, a, I've got a skin suit that I wear <laughs> all the time. Right, John? Skin suit? He's like, Dad, why are you always so naked? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'm yeah. glad Mary. I'm glad Mary set us straight on that. I think we can trust Mary, and she yes. is, she is the uh, all knowing. Mary person and I of split up any, since then. Uh, oh really? Yeah, sorry, audience. We forgot to tell you about that. Some dark. I news. am now dark beast. You know, we're gonna hold John accountable. Um, we're gonna we're gonna try to be better. Uh, we do have some branded content coming up with John in it that we won't be able to scrub him out of. But uh, not again. <laughs> Yeah, because there's a, there's a uh, FOH dude who busts in, and he's like, hey, there's this guy who's fucking up everyone. And then Beast just bursts in. Take, yeah. Wolverine chucks the dude. And, uh, yeah, Beast is, like, looking worse for wear. You can tell he's gotten his ass kicked while he's also been kicking ass all the way up to this point. Emotionally and physically freaking, like, just exhausted, yeah. I think, at this point. And see, John, this is why we need Wolverine. Because if Beast did this on his own, this is where it ends for him. This is where he's done. He's toast. Wrong. He collapses. He called the X-Men like you're supposed to do. True. He reported to his friend, and Cyclops True. is about to blow down the wall and rescue him. What's up? Wolverine <sighs> has just been causing a lot of trouble this episode. But they weren't there They weren't there just yet. And I, I know, think, I know. I think because, I mean, I get what you're saying. They were on their way, but I think this is the part where Beast dies. This is where Creed takes the gun to his head and blows his brains out. Creed's, Creed's having a mental breakdown. Oh, no, actually not yet. Not quite yet. Sorry, so... But Wolverine, Wolverine picks up the slack literally by grabbing Beast and Carly, and they they just take off. They're they're running down the hall, but they. <laughs> but not before Wolverine says this. Beast, you gotta cut down on those snacks, pal. <laughs> oh my gosh, what? Round too- boy. <laughs> Round boy. Still, indeed. I love Wolvie's attitude, man. It's great. Yeah. They're running down the hall, but they immediately get surrounded at a sort of four hallway intersection, little junction, and. Uh, there, Creed Creed walks up and he's like, "I'm gonna kill Beast." Wolverine replies with a great line, "Not unless I take a few of you Joy Boys with me." <laughs> joy Boys. Does anyone wow. understand this? I tried to look it up. I couldn't find anything except for some from anime One Piece. There's I'll something be honest, called Joy Boys. I have boy. no idea. Brown Boys, Joy Boys. Yeah, I didn't boys. even try. Sloppy Boys. No, no, not Sloppy Boys. This Salty Boys. No, the Nasty Boys. <laughs> It's the Sloppy Boys. Sloppy that's a, Boys. That's a joke band uh, from three members of the Birthday Boys. Yeah. A lot of boys in this episode. But anyway, before the Friends of Humanity and Wolverine face off, boom, red blast blasting through the wall. Cyclops opens it up. Energy blast. Here huh? he comes, saving the team. Points for Cyclops here. The dude needed some redemption, and I think this episode he's getting it because I think the writers realize, look, a little Cyclops can go a long way. Yeah, well, uh... And uh, he's getting it. I mean, he's getting his due, finally. But, uh, yeah, he's not sure exactly what Wolverine wants with that hologram machine. We've got trouble. Do y'all motherfuckers like Jean yet? No. I love Jean. I've always liked Jean. No. Why? I think, really. I think she's, I think I think she's, she's being fine. underutilized, but I, I like her. She's, okay. she's, she's great this episode. I, uh, I, I like her role as, like, she is the emotional glue that holds the entire team I, together. Actually, she's been, she's 
actually in a great way progressively gotten better throughout every episode she's more powerful with her powers first of all and then also just kind of better at uh well not better but she's helping everybody out more with with her words i think she's a better mind she's a better leader than cyclops and that regard Uh, for sure i agree in what regard in the like the emotional regard that like she's getting to know her teammates and Mm. she's helping them through their problems Mm -hmm. that's what a good coach does that's what a good leader does and she's the one who has to explain gambit's predicament to him to Cyclops, because Cyclops is like, I don't get it. Why is he so closed off? And she's like, dude, like, think about it for five I seconds. Man. I know. Like, think about where he comes from. So it's yeah. almost like Jean is better when she's not around Cyclops. Yeah, dude. Well, if anything, mm. they need to just call it quits at this point. Maybe Morph was right. <laughs> Maybe Morph. Hey, Morph was right. Where we should make shirts that say Morph was right. <laughs> where do you think Morph is right now? Um, he's just running that church. He's still that priest. Like, he's yeah. really gotten into that character. <laughs> well, yeah, Wolverine left him to figure out his shit on his own several episodes Every ago. Every day at five, he turns into a barn. <laughs> <laughs> he's just practicing his jokes in the Amazon. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Jubilee points out the irony of this whole episode that we pointed out, that Wolverine's finally using his head while Beast goes berserk. Um, I hate machines. I love it, but she loves machines here because she turns on that hologram projector. Yep. It blasts through the opening that Cyclops created to project the image of Sabretooth into the hallway where our beautiful boy Beast and Wolverine and Carly are surrounded. This Cerebro projector looks like a fucking VHS uh, yeah. like camcorder you, my dad oh, used to Oh, yeah, have. yeah. It's about the size of one, yeah. And she just beep, boop, boop, beeps it, and it just shoots out Sabretooth. A projection with, with some voiceover from Xavier. I guess it's their little file that he made on him. And he's, he's talking through stuff. He's like, Beast, you know, he's 5'11", or he's, you know, he's 6'5", he's 250 pounds, he plays you know, linebacker for the Bears. He's a mutant. That's all it is. <laughs> just like every slide, it's just him changing slides. Mutant. Mm-hmm. Definitely a mutant. And, <laughs> and while he's saying this, while everyone's sort of confused, Creed is freaking the fuck out. Well, yeah, because it's bas- it's essentially showing everybody that that the the connection between Creed and Sabretooth. Well, exactly, because it gets to the final point made by Xavier in the file, which is real name, Graydon Creed Sr. Oh, my God. Um. You know, in the comics, I got to point out his name's Victor Creed. Yeah, what's Graydon? I Graydon is Graydon Creed is the name of the guy. The, the is that the character's name too? Yes. Okay. So Graydon Creed is correct for Junior because in the comics that's what his name is, but it's Victor Creed is the dad. Uh, I think they just did Senior Junior just to make it very easy to be like, look, it is his father. Mm-hmm. Like there is no coincidence that his last name is the same. And then Creed pretty much handles this pr- like pretty normally, surprisingly well. Yeah, he's. What are you looking at? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm and they do. Like still, I'm still going. Normal. The friends of humanity just kind of go, "Oh like shit!" You are not my I didn't you edit this. They're just walking you out at this point. He's shooting his gun at the hologram. And literally at this point, all everyone is just casually walking out. Beast, like, right, Wolverine, <laughs> Carly, all the friends of humanity—they don't even care about the fact that there's mutants there anymore. They're just like, "Okay, whatever. Let's just leave." What this does Wolverine weird. say as they leave? He goes. Another friend down or something like that. Yeah. He's just yeah. like, it all is according to plan, or baby. he says, um, scratch, scratch one friend. Scratch one friend. What a <laughs> fucking psycho. So, mutants, this is my question. Mutants can have human children, normal. Correct. It does happen. Well, th- Are there conflicts in the comics from that? That's pretty cool. 
So okay. I guess we've never seen that explored. And I'm interested. In that. Well, so I, well, or or do they like just get powers later? Don't they have to like come out there, at some point? Yes and no. So there are examples of mutants having human children, but they are human children who have the X gene in them. It just hasn't right. been activated because the yeah. X gene is in a lot of people, but it can uh, get, it can skip generations. It's, it's like, you know, sometimes, you know, you'll have a grandma who has blue eyes, grandparents who have blue eyes, and then your mom has brown eyes or whatever, you know, and then you get the blue eyes, you know? So it's basic genetic stuff, but yeah, sometimes, but I think it's impossible for two mutants to have a pure human baby. I think though. Without passing on the extra. When's uh, Kevin Feige gonna activate that mutant gene? <laughs> I've been waiting around. Uh, yeah, freaking. You say grandma? Kamala Khan. With so it cuts. It cuts to later. Um, Beast is walking Carly home, and he's like, "Look, now that you've seen what my life is like, you hey, girlfriend. Girlfriend, you've seen what my life is like. You understand why we can't be together." It's and the end of Spider-Man One. It is. As long as society oh. hates and fears me, I can't bring you into that world. I can't, unless I know for a fact I can protect you, and I just can't guarantee that. I don't like this. Um, they and, say that I hear. <laughs> and he's ba- he basically puts it on society. He's like, look, girl, until the world gets better, I cannot get locked down right now. I don't like, like it. I feel like <laughs> if if they have real love, it's worth the risk. They have to... They, Beast fights for his life every day, and everyone hates him. Truth of the matter is, he doesn't like the color of her eyes. Oh. <laughs> now that she can see, because she used like, to have bl- like blue eyes when yeah. she was blind, and now she's got green eyes. And he's like, I don't, I don't know. Also, he learned nothing from Gene. Gene said, let her decide. He's like, no, we're done. Sorry. That's, That's another thing point. they do where they don't really resolve the conflict. of, the, And it's like, Beast, you got to give him control and let someone else into your life. And let them choose if they want to be in it's your life. It's a similar bittersweet ending that they've done a lot, where Gambit... Leaves New Orleans, Wolverines. Like I never want to see Alpha fight again. It's these very extreme endings. Bittersweet. I, 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 I a lot I'm of bittersweet. I'll, endings. I'll allow it. I just want some happiness for my guy B. Borderline, borderline <laughs> tragic. B. Um, I mean, this is I think the darkest and most tragic episode of them. I mean, the Rogue one was huh? pretty. Uh, yeah, no, Rogue, no, dude. Because Captain Marvel's still trapped inside yeah. Rogue's mind, which is <laughs> tremendously fucked up that they just kind of like let that stay. Nah, or is she? Because remember, oh, she God, smirks. You're right. Oh, dude, God. I don't know. The Gambit one was pretty fucked up. Like, the tithe, we don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. Um, but it's to wrap tithe. things up real quick. Well, wait, I'd actually... It's a tithe. It's the tithe. So <laughs> there is some resolve oh, because Carly's dad rolls up and he says, Hey, I'm going to shake your hand, sir. I want to shake your hand. Let me uh, shake your hand. Uh, and he, shakes, let me shake your hand. Uh, he, he, he shakes B's hand. And he says, thank you for saving my daughter and also giving her the gift of sight back. Uh, Crank it up. But really he's taught him to see. What? Oh my God. Beyond, beyond the surface. If only he could cure that blindness. Can are we you, get that guy? Are to you rap? crazy? <laughs> yeah, are you? And, are you a uh, castaway? And this episode is like, I, I think that is a tragic but beautiful conclusion. If only the world wasn't blind. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's when Beast takes the mic and starts going off. Um, and yeah, that ends yeah. it. That's they, we pan uh, we scroll up to the moon. I think in it, end of episode. All right, we're gonna be rating this one out of Shazbots, baby. Shazbots, not the kind of where. Not the kind we talked about later in the conversation, but Shazbot shirts. We're rating this out of Shazbot shirts. Shazbot shirts? Yeah. Yeah, Beast Shazbot shirts. All right. We it's should, the, we should the, sell some it's Shazbot It's this t-shirt shirts. you used to clean up after Shazbot. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. Oh, fuck. Um, who wants to go? Uh, 10. 10 out of 10. You're kidding me. 
I'm not kidding you. Wait, what? Wow. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not. Sorry. That's not crazy. Here's the thing. Because Here's... Gambit's not in it. Gambit's not in it. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, primarily, a it's a beast centric episode. It gets into his emotional turmoil that he's been feeling under the surface this entire time. He's finally had to confront the racism in a directly emotional way, as opposed to a logistical worldly worldly way. Like this affects his how he actually feels, and I, I thought that was beautiful. He is I, our beast guy. I love Andrew is our beast guy. Wolverine undercover. Loved every second of it. Beast going old boy mode. Another great highlight of the episode. Him just fighting his way through the racists was really disconcerting, cool. um, yet provocative. Yeah, ten out of ten. I mean, this episode. I, I think it hit a lot of cool stuff on a smaller scale, sort of contained, more contained episode. You know, you're not fighting sentinels and you're not fighting goofy villains. It's like, no, it's just like let's take on some racists and let's win. You wrapped up the Creed storyline. John, what, do, what about you? <clears throat> What's up? Eight out of ten. Great. You know, we're doing something that I think is Wolverine did in this episode, that people, Beast did in this episode. Okay. Wolverine's made this mistake many a time. Mm -hmm. Just not lifting women up. And shout out to Julia Leewald, who wrote this episode. Mm -hmm. Eric Leewald's wife. She thought of this premise entirely hers, not related to the comics whatsoever, and it's fucking good. I forgot to bring that up, but yeah, there's no real comic. There was a comic no. called Beauty and the Beast, and it was a miniseries involving Beast and Dazzler, but it has nothing to do with this, really, in any way, shape, or form. And that one was also written by a woman, um, Anne Nascenti. A what? <laughs> What's her name? A woman, Anne Nascenti. Oh, cool. So I'm giving this three... Three... Three? You said already said eight. <laughs> We're back down to three. <laughs> so I'm giving this eight, eight soaking wet Shazbot t-shirts. Eight soaking shirts. <laughs> Henry, what'd you like? Um, or not like? No, I really liked it. Of course, it's a listen. If I if if they can turn me around on a guy that I'm a you know a hundred percent about, then I'm happy. They did it with Morph. They did it with Rogue, even though I've always loved Rogue. But after I, as you guys know, I love that Rogue episode. And now Beast has really been coming back into my good graces. He is not quoting the Bard as much. He's just kind of living his life, pursuing Carly, and just making some quips and also beating some people up. And I got to give this one a nine. I'm Woo! in the between it, John and Andrew on this bad boy. So uh, that's going to be a pretty high-ranking episode, I would imagine. This episode ties our first episode of the season, Till Death Do Us Part, with a s an average of nine. Wow. This is the highest-rated episode since that we've had since then. Crank it up! Sick. But I do think it does, it hits everything you want it to hit in one, you know, one single contained episode. It's got the action, it's got some humor, it's got some of that cool, like, uh, you know, it's got the social commentary. It's, it just hits all things X-Men. Yeah. And while we tackle a very grounded villain in this episode in, in the racists of the Friends of Humanity, next next week is about as far from grounded as it gets. Is next week Mojo? Oh, it's Mojo, baby. Oh. You remember like five minutes ago when you got excited about the character that your artwork was based on? Yeah. Beast? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's about to get pretty exciting. <laughs> uh, just for the audience out there, I have no idea who Mojo is. I still have not watched the episode, so I am truly going in blind. I'm going to give you this uh, little teaser. It's the first episode not from any perspective of the X-Men whatsoever. Well, not again. Oh, no. It better not happen again. Oh, man. Guys, it's been real. It's been fun. That was Beauty and the Beast. And what an episode it was. Beast, 
experienced love. Ha <laughs> ha, Taylor's old as time. He experienced life. Ho oh. ho. And he experienced Shazbot. You never know. Or maybe Carly experienced Shazbot. My name's Henry. <laughs> I'm Andrew. Love is everywhere you see it. I'm John. Also, shout out to uh, Castaway. Castaway, look him Go up on check YouTube. Out his he, YouTube. He wrote our incredible intro rap. Bye, everybody. <laughs> we are the friends of humanity. What are you looking at? John Logan. What's up? What's up? What's up? Isn't that nice? I love that Beauty and the Beast is just like a nice episode and people tune in to us talking about just Shazbot. <laughs>